This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host, and we are coming to you from the 12th annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. It's all happening here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, The room is full and uh, lots of small business owners and operators here to exchange ideas, network, and learn from a uh, very experienced and savvy group of presenters and uh, instructors here at the program, at the conference. And we've got one of those standout presenters with us right now, uh, Dana Kerrigan, who is an agency principal at the Kerrigan Marketing Associate Group. And uh, Dana, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Again, as you and I talked a little earlier, it is is really nice to see... uh, you know, across the state of Florida, not not really all concentrated in any one territory, but there are some standout small marketing firms across the state of Florida. I love seeing that because, again, small businesses, it's nice to have that, uh, that resource uh, for a small business to tap into. Yeah, I, absolutely. One thing about our firm that we like to tout ourselves is we are a bit of a boutique agency and right. a white glove service. Right. So we really invest in those clients yeah. of ours. And with that, we're very conscientious about the types of clients that we take on because we're so invested. We're not going to take on a competing client within the same market in the same right, space. Right, right, yeah. No, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I Listen, and you guys have been in business how long, you told me? We have been in business for 22 years now. Wow, impressive. All right, we're, we'll talk about the agency in a minute, uh, but let's... Um, uh, let's start as we always do. Uh, Dana, just a little bit of your background pathway to uh, Kerrigan Marketing Associates. Sure. Well, I got my undergraduate degree from Florida State University. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. Um, okay. My path was not always in marketing, actually. Right. So I started out in purchasing and supply chain. And that was my field for almost 25 years and really focused on contract negotiation and saving money for clients. I spent a lot of time working in Europe, working for several different industries, and about seven years ago, found my way to Carrier Marketing Associates. My husband actually founded the company, and I came on with him and started handling all the media contracts and the media buying, and then ultimately um, took on the digital marketing, and we have grown the business exponentially, and now we are an SBA-certified women-owned business. Nice. Good work. Um, all right, so you're uh, you were a presenter here at JMI, and you spoke on a topic that's very uh, close to the mission uh, of the SBDC. You spoke on business continuity. Yes. Uh, kind of how a business plans for and can continue uh, after a disaster, and uh, you come from a point of reference. <laughs> 
like like really no one can come because your business, you, your clients are all located in in a, in a territory up in the Panhandle called Mexico Beach. That's correct. And that was ground zero for Michael. It was. I mean, wow, what a devastating storm uh, in the panhandle. It, it absolutely was. Being born and raised in Florida, I've been through yeah. my share of hurricanes, and this was something absolutely unimaginable. Yeah. No one ever expected it to be that strong of a storm and do the amount of damage that it did. Right. Um, and again, the SBDC uh, out of the UWF um, uh University uh, up in the Panhandle worked, you know, the Michael disaster for a year, uh, helping uh, small business owners connect and leverage the small business emergency bridge loan. Um, but you, you actually, again, as a small business owner, lived through it, but also are helping others now plan for those kinds of disasters. Yes. Give us the. Um, Let's start. Let's start with the downside to all this. What happens after a disaster with that small business that closes? What are the stats on this? Oh gosh, over forty percent of, the, of these small businesses are not going to reopen. Um, a year later, another twenty-five percent are going to close. And then statistics show that within five years, without a business continuity plan after natural disaster, ninety-five percent of those businesses will close. Wow. And I mean, obviously, a business continuity plan needs to be just absolutely part of a small business owner in the state of Florida mm -hmm. needs to be part of what they do. Is that fair? I mean, Ab absolutely. And it really just doesn't have to be the state of Florida because disaster can strike at any time. It can be through tornado. It can be flood, fire, or even as recent as COVID. You right. have to be able to put a plan into place to survive in just very uncertain times. Yep. Makes absolute sense. I mean, and, and again, we, we had the recession in, 08, 09, 10. No one saw that coming. Uh, if they had, I wish they'd have let me know. Uh, and then, of course, we had a pandemic, and no, no one saw that coming. So really, uh, to your point now, I think it just makes sense for every business to understand that no matter where that disaster comes from, you got to be ready. You have to, absolutely. So uh, talk to us about... Um, a continuity plan. What does that mean, and uh, and how do you go about getting started? Okay. Well, the the first thing to understand about a business continuity plan is that you need one, and everyone does. So that plan looks like projecting out and planning for worst case scenarios, putting a team into place of who's going to be the management of this team, who is going to handle PR and communications, who handles IT, who handles uh, any type of telecommunications, who's going to handle asset, who's going to handle your clients, those types of things. Once that, that team is in place, you want to assign individuals to those uh, roles, and they, each individual has a set of responsibilities that they need to take into account. If you're not talking about what your business is doing after a disaster, somebody is going to assume, and most people will assume, you didn't survive it. So you have to, you right. want to be the voice of what's going on with you instead of allowing someone else Good to point. do that. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, details in this, yes. too. I, I will never forget... Um, 
my business at the time, we wrote out uh, Francis and Jean mm -hmm. in 2004. And, you know, it was all the little things we had to think about. We had to think, well, if we don't have power, our computers won't work. Exactly. <laughs> How do we, but we were in the equipment business, so there there could potentially have been a need for our product after the disaster. So we knew we had to be able to conduct business and sales. So we had to, we had to go searching through the storage room to find mm -hmm. one of those franking machines uh, for credit cards because right. we knew we're not going to have power, mm -hmm. can't, can't use anything electronic. How will we make payroll? We had to go to the bank in advance, mm -hmm. get some cash so that we could make payroll. That's we didn't know exactly how long right. we'd be out yes. of power. So there's all those details that mm -hmm. goes into this. And basically what you're doing with this continuity plan is you're 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 getting all that organized. Correct. And who's gonna do what and when do we go get the money and uh, you know how do we make the payroll and is that that includes all those kinds of details it includes every one of those details and many more so understanding how can you run if you have no place to work if you have no power if you have no internet if you have no product how do you still pay your people how do you still service your clients what are every step within that process we didn't always have a business continuity plan. We had right. a client that said, what's your plan? And we said, um, yeah, let me get back to you on that. And right. that, that really spirited us ahead to get this in place. Now, every time there is a named storm, we pull the team together, we, go th we assign the roles, we go through the plan, and everyone knows their role. Right. After the storm, this catastrophic Cat 5 we are a, uh, a marketing agency, and we host over 100 websites. Wow, that's right. Yeah. 85% of all homes and businesses were destroyed during the storm. We were back up and running, fully operational within 24 hours, and we did not lose a single website. <coughs> so that was could have never happened had we not had this plan in place and right. had we not practiced and everyone right. knew. And one thing that also really I noticed about it, you have the plan and you hope you never have to use it. But when you do have to use it, it takes a lot of anxiety away. When right. you go through something that's so devastating, sometimes it can paralyze you. Right. And if you don't know, hey, put this one foot in front of the other, right. then you would really be stuck. So being able to have that in place and just say, okay, here's it's time to go. Here's what we're doing. Right. And you actually experienced this, your business, yes. Kerrigan uh, Marketing Associates. We did. You went through Michael and then pulled the book off the shelf and said, here we go, we, step one. We did. Our entire office was destroyed um, in the storm, not to mention our, our home. Um, so right. we, we had six and a half feet of water in the office. We had four feet of water in our home. Everything had to be gutted back to the studs. There were no options of, okay, I'm going to work from home because there was no home to work from. Wow. So you have yeah. to be able to have that. Being able to pull resources and accept help. Um, right. We had people that were so willing to help us from vendors to clients to competitors. And I, I loved to be able to call on or and not even have to call them. They reached out to us, but having that friendly camaraderie to right. say, we're here. What do you need? Right. And, and a big aspect of this, this continuity plan too is records. Yes. You know, backups. Correct. Um, you know, back in our day, we, we, 
you know, we were fairly technologically advanced in, in our business. We had the tapes were a little bigger than they probably are today, but we had backup tapes for our, our computer system because all of those point-of-sale records mm-hmm. are in there. Absolutely. All the financial records are in there. Uh, payroll records are in there. Yes. So if, if the roof comes off and the water comes in and the computer shorts out, how, you know, how do you back all that up? Where well, do you go? We we did have the, that all backed up to the cloud. Um, another thing that we did is we right. back, we have an amazing accounting firm, so we backed up all our accounting records and sent it to them um, as well as a fail safe. One of the scaredest that I, I think I was was that our um, office manager that handles all of our accounting internally, she did not take her computer with her. And it was destroyed. And she called me and said, you know, we're down in um, Central Florida and I don't have a computer and and I'm so sorry, but I I think I'm just going to have to resign. You know, the knowledge that I was more afraid of that than 165 mile mile an hour winds. I'm like, stay put. I am overnighting you a computer from Amazon. And and our accounting firm was able to send her uh, secure links to back up and get right back up and running. So just knowing those things. We we didn't do everything right in this storm, but right. we, we learned from what we did wrong, and we were able to implement that. Now, you obviously, you are a marketing agency, yes. so you're working with clients on marketing strategies, mm-hmm. digital media, social, social marketing, social media marketing. How did you get into the lecture of continuity plans was it because of literally your experience it was it was because of our experience um we not only survived but we thrived after that storm and as statistics show that's not typically the case right but we were able to we were two-time seminole 100 um honoree after that and it, our clients base didn't look the same our team didn't look the same after the storm. People go through certain things, but being able to adapt and put these um, execute on the strategies that we had put into place allowed us to really grow who we were. Some things that really were neat that came out of it is we were able to sculpt our business the way that we wanted. We were able to pick and choose the clients that we wanted to take on. Um, and I think just the resiliency of knowing you can get through something that and, right. and come out on top that just spoke volumes. Well, and I think your point uh, is so important that that having the plan helps reduce, um, you know, the anxiety about the oncoming storm. If, if it's a hurricane and we know it's coming, some we won't see uh, coming. But it certainly uh, does remove that anxiety about about preparing because you, you know you've thought this through and right. you've got a plan. Right. So I think you're exactly right there. Now, did, are you are you continuing to be an advocate for continuity plans? Are you are you evangelizing across uh, the small business territory, talking about continuity plans now? Is this part of what you know, your agency's our, doing? It's or? not our primary focus, but we definitely, um, because we are that white glove service, we do encourage our clients and we jump in as soon as they've had a disaster. We we had a client this last week that had. Um, a boat rental business and a storm came through and capsized one of the boats and unfortunately two people lost their lives wow 
we we immediately just that's a trigger we we hurt for them we pray for them but we jump in immediately what can we do here's what how we're going to take a proactive stance because any burden we can take off of them right. we know it's going to help and it's not about any amount of money that we right. would make we wouldn't make any money off this it's just doing the right thing for those clients right. who are now our friends and i guess uh, probably should have asked this first but let's let's go kind of pre the continuity plan mm-hmm. what what elements were in your insurance policy or what elements weren't in your <laughs> insurance policy? Um, you know, I'll never forget buying my insurance, renewing it every year. And, you know, thank goodness for my insurance agent telling me one time about loss of income mm-hmm. type insurance. You know, yeah. I would have never known to have asked for that. Um, but but speak to that if, if uh, you know, what, what was missing and what did you have that might be helpful for a small business owner? So that can be categorized under one of, uh, one of the things we did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what type of insurance did we have? We didn't have insurance. We had, we thought we were fine. We right. have a liability insurance. So whenever right. we take on a project, we're covered if something goes south that way. Right. Um, our offices are part, are, we own two suites as part of a larger commercial bu- building. Right. We thought we were covered under the building's commercial policy. Right. What we didn't know is we were covered up to the paint. Everything inside of the painted walls. So inside the walls. <laughs> right. The body, you know, the base of the floor, right. uh, the concrete, we're, we're covered there. The plumbing, the, right. um, but inside that, the desks, the equipment, the flooring, right. the, the every piece of equipment that we have, none of that was covered. Wow. We didn't know. Same thing with our, with our home. I had um, a hurricane policy, which I thought covered me. I can see the water from my house, but I didn't have a flood insurance. Right. There's a big difference between flood right. and wind, and right. wind-driven water does not count <laughs> for flood insurance. I know. I've, I've heard the rising water yeah. and the wind-driven water. Yeah, there's I, all kinds of those nuances in there. You... i tell you what saved us. Um, we had a lot of people that were coming into town trying to help. One of them was a, an insurance appraiser. Now, he's not an, he is not a insurance adjuster, but he is what they call an umpire. So basically, if an adjuster and insurance company can't come to terms, the umpire makes a ruling. He came in and wanted us to promote his business because he was working for school systems and hotels and and things of that nature. We learned from him and for what we were doing for him, he said, hey, I'll take a look at what is going on with your home and your business. And so he really gave us a lot of guidance there. A lot of insurance policies we didn't know, but you um, you have the ability to request an appraiser. We got, I think they offered us $20,000 as our first option. Most people took that. Right. Um, we have a lot of friends and family that are still fighting with their insurance companies five years later. We followed his advice. We got policy limits. Where, and we could have gotten more had we known to raise our policy higher right. than that. So we really were fortunate and blessed. So again, it's it it really is about planning. Mm-hmm. That you can't you yes. can't do this in the rears. No, you can, you can't. And one big thing that I will tell you is that every piece of equipment in your office, every desk, you need to flip that over, take photos of 
what the equipment is, the serial number, the model number, all of those things and assign a value and have that somewhere because when a storm hits and things are upside down or let's say it's a fire, if the fire didn't get your equipment, the fire department that's hosing everything down <laughs> surely will. Right. Um, you can't go and dig through all that right. to make these insurance claims. Uh, so having right. that ahead of time it was very helpful. Yep. No, it makes makes great sense. And so, uh, again, I think continuity plan, uh, a key word there is plan. Yes. It's, it's got to be done in advance. Yes. You've, you know, you've got to take... You've got to take some time, take some hours, take a few days, and like you say, take a thorough inventory of your equipment, understand, make, model, serial number. Um, so, and that all, again, it's just, it's time consuming, but once it's done, it's done. Yes. And, and then it's easy to, to it. update because you just buy one piece of equipment, now you've Add updated it. To the it, list, yes. Right? And, and all of that makes this uh, post disaster so much easier yes. uh, to deal with. Mm -hmm. And just yeah. having patience and perseverance. Don't give up. Don't accept the first offer you get or the second or the third or the fourth. You, if you know that you have more there that you've lost and that time, you know, the time, right. you, you keep fighting for that and eventually right. you'll get it. Right. Okay. Um, Dana Kerrigan, uh, agency principal at uh, Kerrigan Marketing Associates, uh, located up in the panhandle of Florida. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing uh, what was a uh, devastating event for you, your business, your family. Yes. Not, not easy to share all that. Uh, got to rehash all that. Um, what, what, you know, how long did it really take you to, to get kind of back to normal, probably a year time after Michael? I mean, well, um, we're coming up on the fifth anniversary, October 10th, <laughs> right. and uh, we are still not what I would call normal. Wow. Um, it took us 10 months to get wow. back into our home. We'd spent a year and a half building our forever home, been in it three months and when the storm hit, and we were out for 10 months. We wow. were probably one of the first to get back in. Um, for our business, it took us uh, close to two years to wow. get back into our office. Yep. But we still only have one restaurant and one gas station. So. Wow. But we're kind of like an anthill that got kicked over. Everybody, you just see them scurrying around to build back. So. Yeah, be beautiful place. And um, I, I have not been to Pensacola in a while, uh, but I'll never forget driving to Pensacola after Michael. And it was just, it was like a, a giant bulldozer had just cut a path right across I-10. Just the closest thing I can tell you is if you've ever seen a war movie in right. a war zone, that's that's what it looked like. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, we are glad uh, you are here to share the experience and share it in a positive way. Well, we appreciate you. that. Thank you for having me. Yep. It is Dana Kerrigan uh, with Kerrigan Marketing Associates. It's all about continuity planning, uh, and you're hearing it from someone who lived it. So, uh, Dana, thanks again for sharing. Thank you. Thanks again for supporting JMI uh, Conference, and thanks uh, for being a presenter. Thank you. This is uh, Small Biz Florida. It's, uh, it's all happening here in Orlando at the JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. Uh, stay tuned. There's a whole lot more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. 
Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.